0: That's what we try to do here every single day. We're going to start with our quote of the day. Pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. And that is from Haruki Murakami. Pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. If that isn't a clue about what we're going to be talking about today, it's about pain. Um, (laughs) Welcome to our Heal Squad. Uh, We're here on the West Coast. Um very excited to be back with you guys officially We had what, what? our we had our little break for emotional reasons we Mm -hmm. had our little break for rebranding reasons and we're in the middle of all of that. But, um, but that time definitely was helpful. So thank you guys for hanging with us. Um, and if you are back and some of your friends maybe don't know we're back, please tell them we're back. Um, and if any of these episodes are helpful to you, um, if you could help us by sharing it with someone that you think, um, is, um, like-minded wants this information or could be, um, or could benefit from it, please share. It'd be so helpful to us as we're trying to grow this, this group here. Um, Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube so you can get daily notifications for our daily episodes um, so you don't miss anything. So today we're going to be talking about pain. So I was inspired because I started to realize that um, I have figured something out. Now, it wasn't just me. Um, I will share exactly how I did it. And we'll probably do a blog about this once this is all up. Heck yeah. But um, in the meantime, you know I don't like to hold on to information for very long. So I decided that we could do uh, an episode on this so that I could help you guys. So I found myself having a lot of neck and back issues. The neck issues, I think at some point, were... um, really, really challenging because I think it had something to do with the tumor um, and the way the tumor was stopping flow um, to my neck. But that's a whole very specific, very special case that I won't get too deep into. But um, I was needing to go to the chiropractor a lot. Um, Vicki Blaconis, who's been on the show many times, would have to adjust me on the regular and i just was always having pain and it didn't really make sense um so well actually let me add one more thing to this um so yes back pain neck pain i'd have to get adjusted all the time and it was a very frustrating process so a couple things that i wanted to share with you because i know it's a problem that a lot of people suffer from so one I remember this, this came in steps, so I've just recently been like, wow, I let's knock on wood. Hold on. Let me bend over, knock on this floor. That's wood. I got you. Okay. <laughs> let's start with the first things that I did. So I remember going to TB12, Tom Brady's um, facility in uh, Foxborough, and checking it out. And I was like, whoa, this place is really cool. So they do a lot of body work there, and it's based on what they do with Tom and why Tom has been so um, so much of a <clears throat> anomaly and just kind of this unicorn in football that he's as old as he is. He's 44, I think, now, and he's playing at the top of his game. Um, so part of what they do there is what they do to him. So they did some work on my body and it really hurts when they're doing it, but they're like, you know, doing all the myofascial releases and just, it's, it's a lot. But one of the things or a couple things that I got there that were really cool. So I started working with this woman and, and she honed in on some things. And when they look at your body, they can kind of see a lot of different patterns and things that we're doing that we don't even realize we're doing wrong. One of the things she taught me was to stop driving Like a boss. Just kidding. But you know, you're driving and everyone's taught environmentally, not officially, but environmentally that if you're cool, you drive like this. For
1: our audio listeners, Maria is putting one hand on the steering wheel and slouching to her right. Yes.
0: Thank you, Kelsey. I was about to say for anyone who's (laughs) listening and not watching, this is why you need a YouTube subscription, first of all. right. So you could be watching. But um, if you're listening to us in the car, no penalty. Let me show you verbally. So I will be in the car and I will be slouched to the right, hand on the one, my right hand on the stick, even though it's not a stick. (laughs) okay and my left on the steering wheel just kind of you know um slouched to one side and then sometimes i'll go to the other but really i'm always to the left right and i'm like cool i'm driving cool and she said no 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 don't be cool anymore and i'm like what and it was kind of i know this sounds crazy but like i grew up driving my camaro driving my sports cars thinking i'm cool and now she's telling me I have to drive even body distribution, two hands on the wheel. And I'm like, wow,
1: <laughs>
0: I'm going to look so nerdy driving. I went from cool to nerdy. And it was an adjustment because I was like, <laughs> oh, gosh, why do I care what people think of me when I'm driving in a car? I don't know because I, I have, I love driving. So there's like a whole thing behind this. But I started to drive step one with evenly distributed body weight and hand weight. That's step one. Step two, she taught me to never shift my body to one hip or the other. You know, when you're standing and you're like, you just do that shift because you're tired, and then you want to shift to the other side because you're tired on that side. And while I was there at TB12, I'm doing the shift about a million times. She's like, you can't do the shift. When you stand, stand evenly on both legs. And by the way, I have a very high level of discipline. So when someone tells me to do something and I am in pain or I know it's really good for me, I'm going to do it. So that was step two, step three. She put me on this treadmill that they have and she identified kind of my gait and how I walk and where I'm putting pressure on my feet. And she said, there are these um, inserts for your shoes called foot scientific she prescribed Foot Scientific One. Now, I'm sure there are other places you can go to the doctor and they can tell you which one would be right for you. But these Foot Scientific things have been game-changing. They're in all my sneakers. I love them. I'm really generally only wearing sneakers or my Adidas slip-ons that if you go to MariaMunos.com, you'll see. I recommend these because they're so comfy. They're like little tempur clouds on your feet. I bought Kelsey some when we were in Connecticut. She did. They're the bomb. They're the best. And so um, I added the inserts. That's three. Then... It's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. My pillows were always so challenging and I tried the different tempur pillows and all of that. I have this pillow from Nurse Jamie that I got from a segment on the show. And it was for vanity reasons. And I was like, oh, I don't, you know, what am I going to do with this? Oh, really? I'm going to use a pillow so my eyes don't wrinkle. Now at 43, I'm kind of like, oh, I, I think I'll use a pillow for my eyes not to wrinkle. <laughs> but it's this odd shaped pillow you can also see on MariaManunos.com, And where is it? Under like shop Under or something? Under shop my faves. Shop my faves. Okay. So it's this pillow and it's, you yeah, know, this almost like strange little thing, but it, it cradles your neck. And if you do want to sit to the side, it doesn't wrinkle your eyes because your eyes have this cutout. Oh, excuse me. (sighs) Did you hear my jaw crack when I yawned? No, I didn't. That was (laughs) strange. Okay. So it's so hot in here again that um, I'm melting and Mm -hmm. falling asleep. Anyway, so I started using this pillow. Now, again, I love aesthetic and I love the aesthetic of my bed the way it looks with my pretty pillows. And I was like, oh gosh, here's this like weird looking purple pillow. So I just stuffed it behind and hid it. And every night I use the pillow. I think that's number four. Someone keep me accountable for my Mm -hmm. thing. Number five, I got a bed that feels good on my back. So I was using my old Tempur-Pedic bed that I had flipped and flopped and switched and moved and whatever. And then I was like, I spent so much money on this mattress. I'm not getting another one. Bad move, guys your mattress is everything. Okay. It is everything. And if you're in pain, what is the point? Why are you now having to spend time out of your day going to a chiropractor time out of your day, having to take some ibuprofen or whatever for the pain. Then by the way, you might escalate your pain. Now you're seeing a surgeon and you're talking about back surgery. I mean, there's all kinds of levels to this, right? When you could just invest in yourself and get yourself a great bed. There might be no single better purchase in your life than buying the perfect bed for you. And this is not an ad. I am not being paid to say this right now. Sleep number is game-changing because you go in, after you take a quiz online, you go in with the quiz results, they put you on this bed, it measures your pressure points under your body, tells you where you need support, spits out a sleep number for you. Mine was 25. And it gives you three options to lay on, not the thousands of mattresses that you go into the store and then you try them all and you're miserable and you're tired and you're hungry and you're thirsty. So you just pick one and you always pick the cheapest. I do too. Trust me. (laughs) Even at my level, I'm like, it's so expensive. I don't want to do it. Gives you three beds. You lay on them. You very clearly know which one's right for you and you go home and your life is changed forever. So that was number five. Number five was the bed. Rating and a comment on apple podcasts that's amazing second you could join the better together with maria menuno's facebook group and instagram page third you could share the show with a friend in need and finally for as little as ten dollars a month please join our patreon to get monthly live heal events with world-class healers ad free episodes of our show and even weekly bonus episodes exclusive to patreon Getting better isn't easy, but it is a whole lot better when we can do it together. We love and appreciate and are so grateful for all of you. I realize that I haven't needed an adjustment in more time than I can remember. It's actually crazy. It's probably been, oh God, eight months, easy. No. September's nine, definitely this whole year and even some of last year. Yeah. Yeah, it's I remember
1: because before we went back to the East Coast, you were getting them.:
0: so Yeah, it's almost a year. It's yeah, I think wow. it's been almost a year of no adjustments, no pain, and this is what I've done. I always am evenly distributed in my body weight, when I'm driving, when I'm standing. Um, Doesn't mean I won't cross my legs when I'm sitting sometimes. I will cross my legs sometimes, but that's when I start to see and feel things, right? But it's not for a long time. It's like you're at a meeting and you can't, you know, you get to look like appropriate or whatever. Um, The orthotics and the pillow, game changing. And so I share this with you because I know that a lot of people are suffering and I just tend to be the person who figures out the solutions. Um, And so... I think that, um, you know, even if you can't get the bed right now, let's say you can probably get the pillow. You can probably get the orthotics and you know, it's free to stand and drive with even distribution. And it, I mean, listen, I really was needing a lot of adjustments. It was a huge, huge change in my life. So I am pain free in my body generally speaking, because of it. So, And when Chen's is
1: happy because you're happy. (laughs) Winnie. Winnie. I'm adjusting Winnie in here. The
0: two of you are hilarious. (laughs) So pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. Um, Knowing that, your suffering can be optional. You just maybe haven't tried certain things. So these are tried, tested, and true. I get nothing from saying any of these things. Um, I don't get anything from Foot Scientific or Nurse Jamie or anything. Um you guys all know Sleep Number has been an advertiser on the show. Um they're not currently right now, right? They are. Mm-hmm. Oh, they are right now? Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Sorry. I take <laughs> it back. <laughs> but that wasn't the point of this anyway. No. Um, this was just a we true didn't love Sleep Number. Yeah, no it's just a true um a true list of things that I just realized. And I was like, I got to share with everybody. Maria
1: also doesn't like say or push anything that she doesn't actually believe in. So, I mean, she's been telling me about her sleep number bed for like, I'm like, okay, we get it. We love your sleep number.
0: (laughs) I know. I know. But I'm very like careful, like anything I'm talking about is because I genuinely love it. Um, And with the sponsors on the show, we're like seeking out people for the most part that are aligned with us because I don't want to be talking about stuff that I don't align with. Um, So, Miss Kelsey, any thoughts? Have you ever had back pain?
1: Well, I was going to ask you, actually. The pillow, yeah. I mean, when I got in this nasty car accident a couple years ago, it messed up my back major. Um, I think that combined with 15 years of gymnastics and pounding, I've always had lower back problems. And I'm wondering if the pillow might be a nice investment for me because... I sleep on my side mm-hmm. and I know that I'm always, I wake up a little like eh, cockeyed yeah. and I'm sure it like goes down from here down to here. Well, that so. is
0: another thing that I'm glad this is why I kicked it to you. So that's another thing you have to pay attention to is I do think you need to sleep on your back more than you're sleeping on your sides. And I was a side sleeper my whole life. Yeah. So um, I also got very good at the coffin, the coffin evening. <laughs> literally my hands are evenly distributed sometimes on my hips. Wow. Sometimes I put one hand on my chest and one uh, like over my abdomen. Mm-hmm. I just try to cough and sleep as much as I can. It's also good for your vanity ladies, because again, who's going to look at your back wrinkles. True.
1: <laughs> can, you, can you nurse Jamie pillow
0: underneath there if you cough and sleep? Oh, no, it's cradling my neck. Wow. That's why... Okay. So it's the perfect cradle for your neck. Because I think what happens with the other ones where they're tempur and they have the opening for your neck, it's great, but it's, um, there's almost, I don't know what it is, something with this, it really gets in there deep and comes around, like, closer to the front. And I just...
1: Yeah, I'm going to need to try that. I feel like I always have the like lower tension headaches right here. Mm-hmm. And it's probably because I'm propped up wrong or who knows. Yeah. But I think that that's definitely a nice investment.
0: Yeah, it's it's really, really been helpful for me. And like I said, I've had it in my closet. I used to have it in my closet forever. I'm like, what is this thing? Uh. And then one time I tried it and I was like, oh, that kind of felt good. And then I did it again. I'm like, that really felt good. And now I'm like, okay, I'm not doing it for the reason you're supposed to do it. I'm accessing the benefit of it regardless because if I do sleep on my side for a little while, oh boy, excuse me, I've never yawned on the air in my life. (laughs) So hot.
1: Well, talking about pillows, you ready
0: to take a nap? I know. Um, It's it's like an added bonus and added benefit. So you were saying, what did you do for your back when you...
1: I went to, um, well, the other company, or not the other company, the other driver had to pay for my, uh, what's it called chiropractic. So they would adjust me and they used the little Therogun mm-hmm. on my back and that helped a ton. Really? But it, mm-hmm, but it still twinges, twinges a decent amount. And honestly, like the massive adjustments, if you, you have to go to the right chiropractor, it kind of freaks me out because I had someone mess up my hip um, in high school. Mm-hmm. So I'm always like, but thero gun, massive. Um, and then I do a legs up the wall. A lot. I I try and do it at least once a day. And that really, I mean, that's good for a lot of things, but it kind of takes the pressure off
0: my lower back. Yeah. Oh, you know what I also love is the inversion tables. Yep. So we have those and um, those are really great too. If you feel like um, your back isn't feeling well or whatever, it kind of just stretches everything. Um, I haven't read up to remember exactly why we got them in the first place. I just knew we were in pain and whatever it said, then it would help, but they do help they're a really, really great investment. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you can't invest,
1: legs up the wall, people.
0: Yeah. Or look, you. look on eBay or Craigslist. Yeah. Someone might be selling theirs for cheaper. Absolutely. Um, but legs up the wall. I like that. That's I also great. like, um, one of my favorite back stretches is, and I can do it in the morning off the side of my bed. I stretch out my arms and, you know, you put your head down and kind of, Oh my god, what the heck is happening? Excuse isn't me. It, isn't
1: it like when you yawn, there's like truth. There's there's something about yawning. I'm gonna look it no, up. No, it I mean. is.
0: It is. You're you're um digesting truth or something. Yeah. So like so when I'm being honest. Yeah, exactly. I am an honest person. You are. <laughs> um, so yeah, I stretch out my arms and I do kind of like that um downward dog kind of thing, but on my off my bed or off a hard surface and like the the middle of my back cracks (laughs) so good and I love that feeling
1: that's a good I'm trying to think what else oh another good one is if you have hills around your house or any hills even treadmill on a slight incline you don't have to do it fast but it really strengthens and when
0: you strengthen your butt it all right friends let's talk about something we all do snack trust me I've definitely overindulged in the past but as you know I am focused
1: if slash when I can move, mm-hmm. it's, it's that walk in the hills because it strengthens my butt, which helps my lower back.
0: Yeah, I remember Harley Pasternak, who is a personal trainer we've had on the show many times. He used to tell me that so many of us are used to sticking out our butts now, and that creates a lot of back problems. And so you need to, like, reinvert your, your structure, and so you have to build kind of the front the quads and the hamstrings and the butt all evenly so that it can stay straight in the position it's supposed to be in. Brian Bradley taught us that
1: too. He was, he taught us that everyone sticks out, (laughs) like does that arch thing Yeah, that it's become trendy and, or we're just like used to seeing it. So we all do it and it's so bad for us. Yeah. So he, you check out that episode, you guys too. He gave a couple quick, really great tips that Maria actually did one on GSTV, Gas Station TV, that realigned you. It was like a quick, you know, twenty second realignment. Mm-hmm. It's a great episode. We'll we'll link that one too.
0: You know, someone um, was offering to send me the Theragun, and I was just like, I can't have another doohickey here. But um, you really liked it, huh?
1: I. Love it. You I have love it, it, right? I have it. I have the Costco version of it. So it's like not exactly Therogun, but it's phenomenal. And you need someone to be able to do it on you for your back. But like I do it on my hips. I'll do it in anywhere. It's awesome. Really awesome. Yeah.
0: You told me you were doing it on your stomach. I do <laughs> not like that.
1: I was doing a low no. pressure. Okay. No. I, I stopped after
0: you told me yeah, to. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Organs are very gentle objects. This is true. But um, hips. Hips. Yeah. Big fan. Interesting. There Mm -hmm. was something else you said that was. I was thinking about. um, Hills, Brian Bradley. With the back. No. Something you said about your... Oh, chiropractor. That's why you need to go to Dr. Burke. Mm. Dr. Burke um, is incredible. I trust him implicitly. I still get scared if he's going to crack me, but he does like the full like... (laughs) (laughs) Um, But he's worked on, you know, all the Lakers and, you know that kind of thing. So it's you know, I've trusted him over the years and I've never heard anything. I've only heard him having to be flown out to sets because people got cracked by somebody like locally and it went really bad. Some people like get paralyzed. It's bad.
1: Oh, I had my hip like pulled out the wrong
0: way. Mm-hmm. And it yeah, it was gnarly. It was not great. You know what's actually interesting? Hmm. Remember when I was in Connecticut and I my back went out? Yep. Um, It was something I did in my mom's room and, you know, those were the moments where I was like lifting her. those are, that's a different kind of pain, right? There was like the generic pain for me, like doing my cool drive and the hip thing and all of that. But, you know, I was lifting my mom and doing all kinds of things that were not normal for my back and I threw out my back and I had to go to that chiropractor. We never got him on the show. We should get him on. yeah, yeah. Bob, Um,
1: I'd reach out to them. I'll reach out again. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because
0: he had a whole different style of chiropractic work that was um, more energy-based.
1: Yeah, because I remember at first you were like, is this really going to help me? And then you
0: loved it. But guys, I was driving from Connecticut 90 minutes there and, and usually more back because of traffic. And it was because Giselle had recommended him to me and i said okay if giselle's recommending him you know he's going to be amazing cuz she gets worked on by the best of the best and he really was amazing and he doesn't do any of the cracking so you don't have to be afraid it's like a he like kind of just flicks your spine and does this energy stuff and it was really amazing do you remember that guy um it was
1: after you were at upw last year and he kind of did something similar It was like, he, it was like energy Cairo. His name is Tim, I believe.
0: Oh, Tim. No, his, his is different. He wasn't Cairo. He, Tim was creating, um, and we should have him on too. Yeah, definitely. He, he created like a new acupuncture energy work thing with all the pressure points in the body. And I think he did this little, like little snap thing too, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I don't remember specifically, but he worked on my mom too. And yeah he was doing something really, really special. I mean, there's so many modalities out there that people don't know about, which is why we love doing what we do, because we get to expose you guys to different things that maybe you've never heard of before. And the one that Tim was doing is totally brand new. And the one that Bob was doing, he was trained by somebody, but not a lot of people do that. It's very rare. And he's in Boston. And I was telling family, you should go to him and. You know, it's really hard to like, you know, influence people to try something new sometimes because people don't believe and then they're like, Oh God, I gotta go here and they just would rather suffer in pain. And to That's me ways. Yeah. pain is inevitable, suffering is optional. True. That. So you just gotta go and try it. And I tried it at a very critical time when um I was super busy and trying to keep my mom alive, but I was like, Okay, I'm worth trying to see if this is gonna work and this is different. And, um, for people who are older, that method was really special because you can't crack someone who's older and, um, or anybody who has any other issues where the cracking could be too much, or even just emotionally and mentally cracking is really scary as you just said. So, um, I really liked his method. I forget what it was called.
1: I don't know. I forget what it was called too. Hmm. we'll have him on and he can talk to us about it.
0: Yeah. We you will. know what
1: else I want to talk about too, that we'll have to get on the show is a, a how go- hot
0: it is in here and how <laughs> desperate I am for air conditioning.
1: We'll blow some too. Oh my God. Nope. Not that, but <laughs> a visceral manipulation um, What's that? therapist. So I've been told now with all the stomach ish going on part of the what the, my, with all my stomach ish going okay. on. Part of, Kelsey
0: has stomach issues for anyone who doesn't know. <laughs>
1: Correct. Part of what they think might be going on is when they took my appendix out, it caused scarring. Mm. And so you need this type of person. They're called a visceral manipulation person can work through that scarring mm-hmm. in there, but it's like a certain... Anyways, I'm learning like lots energetic. about energetic energetic, but it's also like, it's also physical, but they have to know exactly where they're touching. Like the ileocecal valve connects to blah, blah, blah. So I'm learning about all this now. And I'm like, it's very interesting. Fascinating.
0: Yeah. I think, um, you're going to need to have surgery. That's my prediction.
1: That's what I've said for the last year. I'm like, take I think, me in and suck it out. Whatever's going on. I
0: think that that, what was it called? What did they say? It was a blockage. Yeah. Yeah. In your colon? No, small intestine. It? Small intestine. Yeah. Um, I think that they're going to have to go into that small intestine and remove that part. <laughs> yeah, that's my prediction. That's what that I felt when go through all this when the ultrasound was revealed that, um, or the MRI, whatever it was. Um, I was like, oh, she's probably going to need that removed.
1: I'm game. Take it I, out. I think that's that tomorrow. A, <laughs> I
0: think that's like just bunched up and scarred up and Correct. whatever so in there. And it's going to just be too hard to do it any other way. Um And then the appendix. Yeah. I mean, I'm eager to see what the MRI of that will show because I do believe that something's wrong there too.
1: I think that some little part was left in there personally is mm-hmm. what I believe. And it was very interesting because when I chatted with Cindy Dale months ago, she told me that, In my past life, I had a bit of a like scar tissue or something something like that, like that was left over. And I was like, (gasps) what? So, anyways, that's yeah, that's my theory. So, when I get this um, CAT scan, hopefully soon, you can see that. But did they schedule that? No, I'm still waiting to hear back from them.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's going to have to be removed. And in fact, I was telling Alyssa over the weekend because her dad had to have a part of his small intestine removed. No way. Mm hmm. And I said, that's funny because that's exactly what I think is going to happen with Kelsey. And Did, I think it's going to be like pain for now and then you're going to be clear of it and I then you so. can start fresh and not take a thousand things Correct. anymore. <laughs> you know, because that's Correct. the other thing that I feel like we have to be really careful of, right? Remember, people are selling shit, so they're creating shit and they're creating the need for you to buy the shit. Excuse the language, but it's true. So, you know there's so many products like, oh my God, this one's so good for you. And that one's so good for you. And poor Kelsey was marketed to, and she just kept buying all this shit, taking it all. And I'm like, Kelsey, what are you doing? Stop. Your body already knows what to do. Your body gives you what you need. And nutritionally, you should be eating what you need. Go back to the Dr. Mark Hyman episode where he says, when you go to the supermarket, pretend you're going to the pharmacy what am I buying in here? That's going to help heal me. That's going to help, you know, give me the nutrition and the the minerals and the vitamins that I need. Like, what a great way to look at things. We don't need to be buying all these other things. Now, if we find ourselves in, um, in a place where we're needing help, like we have an ailment. Okay, fine. Yes. You might need to supplement yourself with all these other things, but just be careful of like, just being marketed, like. You know, there's so many products. Um, You don't need all of them. And I think that that's where a trap you fell into, where you thought you needed all of them. I know
1: that's a trap I fell into.
0: I mean, definitely. Poor girl had thousands of supplements, thousands of powders, and that's not good either. So remember, anything in extreme. And, you know, that's the other thing with doctors that's really challenging is um, I remember when I first came out to LA, I went to see a doctor, I was sick. And they put me on medication and then I went back and they gave me more medication. And then I went back and they gave me more medication, but they never told me to delete anything off the list. So I just was obedient and took everything. And then I ended up with liver damage, but I was young. How was I supposed to know? Um, and so you learn from trial and error. And so now I'm always like, um, so we take this, are we removing this? Like with my mom, I just kept trying to remove stuff do we really need to stay on this one? Is this one really beneficial anymore? We're not doing radiation anymore. Does she need this protection? I kept trying to remove pills from her because I wasn't sure anyone was going to think in those lines. They were just going to keep adding and adding and not think of removing. Now, her doctors are great and maybe they would have, but I also was hyper vigilant because of what I'd experienced to make sure I was taking things that I didn't think were necessary anymore. The less you're on, the better you are
1: it was really interesting too. I, they put me on, um, or like the natural path I am seeing now for the SIBO had suggested like a million, um, not a million, but like a few supplements. And I actually was like, is there any other way we can do this? Cause my body now, like that I actually listened to it is so like, stop it with the supplements. Yeah. Like so almost anti, cause I've like, haven't been on any for a, a long time. And they were totally like, Oh my God. Yeah. And we'll do it a different way. You know? So anyways, I think it's That's a great
0: question to ask. Yeah. Right? Because you could go there and just say, oh, I'm just going to listen to this person and do everything. But they don't know your history. And that's what you have to remember when you're going into people. Is like you can't just say, oh my God, this person's amazing. I'm just going to do whatever they say. They don't know all 27 years of your life. They don't know that the last, let's say, five years of your life, you've been a supplement queen. And your body's probably so over it. Right. Or built a tolerance. Like even with shampoo and conditioner, you have to change it up every so often. Right. Because you build a tolerance. Mm -hmm. Right. You need to shake things up. And so for you, I think um, that was a really great question to ask the naturopath and just say, like, is there another way we can do this? Because I think my body is just immune to all of these supplements now or over it or I need to give it a break. Definitely. I think that's so important. I'm
1: ready for surgery. Oh my God. Can we get me in? Yeah. I literally told my mom, I said, mom, if there's an alien in my stomach that they find, will you fly down here so they can suck it out? And she was like, stop. But that's how I'm feeling. I'm like, just get me in, take whatever out needs to be out. We good.
0: Yeah. Well, for you, you've tried so many different things. You've tried diet, you've tried supplements, you've eaten air. Truly. (laughs) You've done so many things that, but that's why I think that, um, I think it's it's sometimes there's no other way to get around it. And I yeah. think that this is probably, this is just my my prediction. And you know, I said that pretty much yeah. the second you told me that there was a blockage there. I'm like, you're probably going to need to have it removed. But let's see. Let's try the antibiotics. Let's try everything and see what could happen. But um, but there's also like some psychological stuff, right? And so definitely, when we talk about Trauma being physiological, like Brian Mahan taught us, that might be like part trauma.
1: I think it started as trauma for sure. I do. And it manifested. And I think a lot of it too, well, you know, was like me always saying, I have stomach issues, my stomach hurts, and no one believed me or like listened to me. And so then it manifested into this massive mound that was like, do you believe me now? Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, thank you, IBS gods and all these gastros who have now proven that IBS is like an actual autoimmune disease. And I'm like, thank you. Because when you used to go when you were younger, when I was younger, I was like, oh, it's stress, it's stress, it's stress. And I was like, why is no one listening to me? Hey, it's not just stress. So anyways, I do believe that it started. Uh, as emotion I and trauma.
0: I don't recall ever hearing that IBS is autoimmune. So, when did you research? You, uh, I know recently, you recently did.
1: Recently. So this doctor, Dr. Mark Primital at over at Cedar sinai has done a ton of research on IBS and SIBO specifically. And he just did like a whole, uh, a couple of years ago, two years ago, I was watching this YouTube video of him doing this panel with a um, functional medicine doctor talking about how IBS is actually autoimmune and that there's been so much research around it that people always used to think it was just stress and stress definitely adds to it, but a lot of autoimmune too. And I was like, mm-hmm, that's wow. right. Dr. Prima Tal.
0: Yeah. So, so here's the thing. So you cut the trauma out, but the truth is energetically, the trauma will probably still be there. And so you're going to have to still heal that trauma, um, which is why you probably will work with Brian I would work with Brian before you do the surgery. I mean, obviously, we're just now predicting you're going to have surgery. But if you end <laughs> yeah, up having surgery, I would work with Brian before and I would work with him after. And just set a budget where it's like, okay, I'm going to set this aside to work on it because he works fast. I mean, he goes right in and um, and he makes a difference very quickly. So
1: That's smart because I have... You guys, I'm struggling changing the things and holding Winnie in here. So pardon me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's trying to change cameras. You're trying to engineer a show with a poodle.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. I just see her rocking Winnie back and forth. Like, but Winnie like, demanded. I went into the house did? and um, I had to use the bathroom and she's just demanding to come out here. <laughs> and she's like looking at me. And when I tried to shut the door on her and Max, she was like, oh, hell no. And she like ran out. I said, all right, she wants her auntie.
1: She wants auntie time. But I forget. Oh, I remember I was saying now that I was going to talk to you once I got all my eggs in a basket. It's like I can't be seeing all of these. You know, I can't see somatic, visceral manipulation, normal therapist, acupuncturist, like let alone I can't afford it. Mm -hmm. But also it doesn't make sense because then you don't know which one's working.
0: I know. That's been my biggest problem with you.
1: Yeah. And so it's like, I don't, I've stopped everything besides my acupuncture because I really do feel like that helps. And I do it like every other week now, but there are a couple other things. Like I think Brian would be amazing.
0: Yeah. you know, I just, but. I worry sometimes that you don't really know what's working because you're so sunshine Probably. committee that I feel like you think everything's amazing and everything's awesome. Everything is awesome. <laughs> like if I think of Kelsey, I just think of that. And It's beautiful, but I think that you need to see, like, real true changes. If you don't see real true changes, it's not working. And so, um, like, I was doing acupuncture for a while, and I know that you need the right acupuncturist too, but I wasn't really seeing much of a change. Yes, I felt good, and I was, like, meditative, and it was probably the only time I got to really rest was when I sat on that table with needles in me, which is messed up. But I feel that, yeah. I didn't really see a difference, and I think that you're, you know... Um, you really got to look at, okay, what is actually shifting? What is actually changing? And if you don't have a real answer for it, you're probably wasting your money. So, um, you know, you know, me, I'm tough and I, I give you like the raw, hard advice, but I think, um, I think that the, the traumas manifested, I know it did for me. I know it did for my mom. They're going to manifest somewhere. Um, and I think that there's, um, and for you and in your family, there's a lot of stomach stuff. So it's interesting that it went to your stomach. Um, and, uh, and I think that you need to work with Brian to heal that because even if you cut it out, it's still going to be there energetically. Definitely. And, um, and I think that that's a really worthy investment and I think that, yeah, like I'm all for trying everything, but I do think that sometimes Western medicine is really important and you just jump in, cut the sucker out, and move on because you've tried so many things at this point. And, I think, and you can't keep going like this because yeah. the more that poison is staying in your body, the more it's creating other problems.
1: And I think where it's like, it's interesting, and this is where I'm learning with the Western, because I fully agree, but Western I have found is really hard for me to get them to listen. Mm -hmm. Like that's why I've always been drawn to the more Eastern. They'll sit there and actually listen to you and tell you you're not crazy Mm -hmm. and all this stuff. And the Western's like, no. And it's like, wait, what? How do you, so I think it's, you have to be really not afraid with the, with the Western and find the right person and not be afraid and Mm -hmm. do your research and be your own advocate. Because I mean, still even I have a couple of amazing doctors Still, the other day, one was like, nah you don't need that. And then I went to my naturopath. She's like,
0: absolutely, we should be testing for that. And I was like, as a first time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. <laughs> My God. Yeah. You know, so anyways. I well, think that's I where... think when you hit a wall with them, you could just say, okay what's the harm in trying and and see what they say because yeah. they might because really like I think that they have a hard time if they prescribe too many of them they get dinged right Definitely. there's all kinds of things behind the scenes with these doctors that you have to worry about but you just say what's the harm and here's some research that supports why I think I should get this test because they have to go and ask for the approvals and and right. give the referrals and right. stuff so did the doctors ever say surgery was something that might be in your forecast?
1: Not really. Interesting. They they never, but I'm telling you, excuse me, while I rock, um, they were never really that faced by it, which honestly kind of annoyed me. And I was like...
0: So you have a massive blockage and they said no?
1: They they never said no because I didn't ask them about surgery, but they were just kind of like, yeah, it will be better once you, you know do like a bit like basically a colon prep and i was like okay i've done like two of them now and i still have a massive ball in my stomach so now i think it's i go in and i'm like listen
0: so they told you you had a blockage Mm -hmm. did they tell you how big
1: no because they didn't so the thing with SIBOs it's not necessarily like a like a mounds in there right it's like they told me what what this recent gastro told me was that Probably what happened when I got my appendix taken out, it nicked something. There's some sort of buildup, you know, of bacteria there. And I don't necessarily know if bacteria you can take out with the surgery,
0: you know? So like, I don't know. Oh, so the way you presented it to me is you had this massive blockage no. up top here. And I'm like, oh, that's oh, going to okay, have to get okay, cut yes. out. Yes.
1: So with the, with the bowel impacted bowel, that's yes. a massive blockage. that, that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay.
0: And they didn't say you needed to have that removed.
1: They said I didn't, I needed it removed, but they told me that like a colon prep would do that. And I did it and here we are. Okay. So, so yeah. So
0: that's probably... That's going to be a harder surgery, mm-hmm. a colon. Because an intestine, you don't need the whole thing. Right.
1: Right. Um, so, But I do know, Kevin, um, Auntie Shannon, she had to do something similar. Or she had she to say? get it, like, sucked out.
0: They suck it out with, like, a vacuum? Like, yeah. Okay. Well, why haven't we tried that? Because Isn't that what the colon prep is? No, but this, I guess, is, like, they
1: <laughs> put something, like, through your nose and, like, suck it out. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Colon to nose? No way. Swear to God. There's no way. Swear to God. Oh my God. Uh, I know. Well, I guess it's in a tube. Yeah. Wow.
1: Lots of TMI on this episode, you guys. But
0: well, this is how you learn.
1: This is how you learn. So yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot more questions that I need to, you know, delve into. But right now we're we're trying to kill this Sibo.
0: Um, That's in the intestine, correct? So it's there's in small intestine. There's multiple wars. There's correct. the intestine, the SIBO, the blockage in the colon, correct? And then there's the appendix scarring, probably
1: correct. And then on top of it, you know, IBS, which SIBO, seventy percent of people with IBS have SIBO and don't know it. So I think and I've what had is SIBO is specifically? Small intestinal bacterial overgrowth.
0: Okay, yeah. So that. Why don't we just have? You flush some BrioTech up,
1: there. <laughs> right? That's what my mom says. Spray it on everything.
0: It's like Windex. Well, BrioTech kills bacteria. <laughs> I could drink it, right? I don't know if we can drink it, but do I, like
1: a um, what's it called? An enema, a BrioTech enema.
0: I mean, you can email them and ask them. I might ask if that them. might be safe, right?
1: Winnie just got scared by the
0: headphones. I think that might be interesting.
1: I think it's a good question.
0: Um, But I do think that um, when you go to a doctor and they say you don't need that, you can go back to them and say, so what is the harm in trying? Yeah, That's the question to ask. Because now they're in a position where they're either going to double down and be a total asshole or they're going to say, well, there's no harm. It's just I don't think it's that. But can we rule it out? Mm -hmm. Because I'm really trying to get to the root of this because I'm in a lot of pain. right? And I really want to rule out anything that, It could be, and I'm not saying like, is it toe fungus, which is Mm -hmm. completely unrelated. Mm -hmm. I have research here that shows that that this could be something. I have a lot of these symptoms or I have a lot of these things, Um, and it could be that. What do you think? I like that. Yeah. That's what I would do. What's the harm? Get asked better questions Mm -hmm. to get better results, right? Yeah. Or get better answers. Always ask better questions. So rather than fighting them, just ask them a question that's not going to put them on the defense, but just kind of like so can you just tell me what the harm would be in trying this what what where is this where could this cause me harm and what you know what's the downside right. and then they basically either have to tell you well I've overprescribed too many of these this month and I am not allowed to prescribe another one come back next month or mm. or you know I don't think insurance will cover it what well, could we try yeah. you know just always and unfortunately you have to negotiate everything in life even your own health care So it's, it's a challenge, but you have to, it's the way you present it too. Mm -hmm. But I think that you've lived like this way too long. And I think that there is no coincidence that you ended up on that trip with me last summer Mm -hmm. and that we were able to to like actually hyper-focus on this because otherwise I think you were hyper-focusing in a very wide way.
1: Well, and I think too, what was interesting is like this really fully presented when we were on the trip like and i i don't i don't think that's a coincidence either like i hadn't really had that mass until last summer but i've had all the s- similar issues so i think it really just like pushed everything thing to the forefront right mm-hmm. it was like okay now like something's really up we yeah. have we have to focus on this yeah cuz
0: you had something i remember mm-hmm. And and I remember you saying like, oh, I can't really drink. It's hurting when I drink. Oh, yeah. I can't eat certain things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it just like started popping mm-hmm. um, at that point. Yeah. But, you know, you're next to a top investigator. So That's right. I'm like, no, we got to fix this. Mm-hmm. And no, not a thousand supplements. And maybe we need to see a real doctor and perhaps we should get an ultrasound. And I think there's no coincidence you were gravitated to a health show.
1: Truly. No, I agree.
0: (laughs) I agree. As I kind of look back on this, I'm like, yeah, nothing was a coincidence. Nope.
1: I don't think anything ever is.
0: Right. And now think of like, what a great health advocate you're becoming for yourself and what a great health advocate you'll be for others. Yeah. Right.
1: And I'm just like, like, I love being able to kind of I mean, share this. I know I've learned so much about SIBO already and how overlooked it is and how little research there is and how many people have it. And like, I, it's exciting. I'm mm-hmm. like, I I want to share what has worked for me and what's working for me and what's not working for me. And I think that that's awesome. Yeah. What if my my naturopath said we need more SIBO doulas? And I was like, sign me up, B.
0: Hilarious. SIBO
1: doula. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I think that when we do, maybe we do a series on um, gut issues, and we can talk about some specific ones that are really like whether it's celiac, SIBO, IBS. Like we should, I love that. bring in Doctor um, Lippman. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I always want to call him Doctor Gutman. Gutman, I like Gutman. <laughs> we'll bring in Doctor Lippman and uh, and have him kind of go through all the different ones yeah. and what the best way to approach all of them are with an East meets West kind of approach.
1: I should try and get this guy from Cedars too.
0: Yeah, because he's brilliant. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think like an expert in each one of them. Yeah. So guys, um, we're going to start doing series on the show where we can dive into a topic for a week and really kind of just stay focused on that. Because one of the things that we um, realize is like we're going so heavy on so many different topics. So like today it's this, tomorrow it's that, and we're kind of like whiplashing a little So we're we're changing the format so we have some more chat shows in there and you'll start to see that. And we're also doing um, one health expert a week. And then we're going to do um, series. So then when we're focused on series, it's like it could be a series on security, which we're going to do with Evie, hopefully, or a series on the gut where we can handle these kind of different gut issues, Um, we can dive into a topic and have it be kind of a focused week. And I think um, you guys have already said how you liked that when we did the pre-tape schedules and we bundled them in that way. That was kind of the first test. Um, And so actually when we do our survey, we should ask like, would you like a focused week on certain health topics? Yeah.
1: Or even like a, what would you like a certain focused week on?
0: Yeah. And by the Mm -hmm. way, if you're listening, just shoot us an email. Kelsey, let them know where they send us. Um,
1: you can shoot an email to info at better together with Maria.com
0: because I don't even know my own email. <laughs> um, but you can send us an email and tell us what you think about the series ideas because it um, I think it's going to be really cool and helpful. So, hey, guys, we talked about neck and back issues, how you can heal yourself and help yourself. Um, oh, and by the way, a TV suggestion that's connected to that, you've got to watch Dr. Death. Oh, yeah. Holy (laughs) moly, Dr. Death on the Peacock Network Um, definitely will show you how hard you're going to have to research if you do have to ever have back surgery because that was just crazy. Um, And, yeah, surgery is helpful sometimes. I don't think it's the answer all the time. Like I was asking Alyssa this week. She had that, you know, the bone on your foot people have shaved down. Yeah, Yeah. Oh, my God, what a painful excruciating experience that was. And uh, I said, do you regret it? She said, yeah. She's she like, had it shaved? She did. Oof. And she's in the same pain or more pain. And she said, everyone I talked to regrets it. So by the way, if you have that bunion thing, please don't do it.
1: I do. And I will not do that.
0: I, I just think it's really hard to do certain surgeries right. And um, unless you'd find the number one person in the country and you go to them, and you've really interviewed all of their patients to make sure that, you know, you've got a, a good ratio of success ahead of you. Don't bother. Um, but you know, no, oh, thank you. Yeah. It's
1: just... I'll live with my cute little bunionette. Thank you. I never noticed much. your bunion. She's little. They Again, run in my family. It's Another gymnastics thing that like, I swear just pounding on my feet constantly was probably not good, but
0: yeah. Did you ever have stress just... fractures?
1: I had a ligament tear. That's mm. the only thing I had. Got it. And concussions, many of them from yeah. kneeing myself in the head.
0: So, oh my God. Which I
1: learned actually, if, like head um, concussions and stuff can have effects on your gut. How interesting.
0: Well, the vagal mind. nerve. Yep.
1: I think my vagal nerve's broken. That's my other.
0: Well, you just conclusion. do a lot of vagal
1: breathing and humming mm. mm-hmm. and singing
0: not so that's around why, kevin that's
1: why every day in the car i sing my taylor swift and i send it to kevin do you kidding. send it no, to him no. Ah, <laughs> no
0: i love it all right guys well from uh neck and back pain and orthotics to SIBO and how to talk to your doctors i hope this was helpful to you if it was please leave us a comment or a, a review on apple Podcasts. subscribe on youtube And uh, share it with a friend and and help us build this um, because we're better together. And uh, in the meantime, we will see you tomorrow. Be nice people, make good choices, and be present.